Welcome to the Pain With Me podcast. This is where we'll talk everything periods, pain, energy around the uterus, working while on your period, various uterine and health-related conditions, and so much more. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. We covered a bit of the period experience last episode, but I wanted a fully dedicated episode to it. Again, this is a safe space to share, support, connect when it comes to periods, pain, the uterus, and so much more. So let's get into it. I originally got my period when I was 13. I was at a distant family friend's house and I suddenly felt something warm in my underwear. Now, to be clear, I was with my cousin and we went to her other side of the family's house and I knew them, but not somewhere I'm super comfortable, especially not to get my period. So we were there and again, felt something warm in my underwear. Period havers will know the feeling of a nice unexpected surprise followed by a little cramp or two. Now imagine not knowing what the hell that feeling was. I can't honestly remember when my mom had talked to me about periods, but it seemed to have completely left my mind in that moment. And I would just like to point out my mom made sure to talk to me about it and has always been supportive about my period. That being said, I think anyone who starts bleeding out of nowhere, especially if they aren't in their own house, will start to panic no matter how often they were told about it. So I remember going to the bathroom, seeing the blood, which I'm already not great with. Now, of course, period blood doesn't affect me as much, but blood in general makes me really queasy. So back to the story. I'm there, blood covering my underwear, unsure of what the hell's happening and why it had to happen when I was so far disconnected from somewhere I would be even remotely comfortable. I was not prepared. My mom hadn't shown me how to use a tampon yet because there was no need. And honestly, cups didn't even exist back then, which makes me feel so old just saying that out loud. Even if I knew how to use a tampon at the time, I didn't have any. And yeah, I had my family there but it's not like I could open the door while on the toilet and scream out my cousin's name to come help me. I would have done that at her house, but not this one. I was completely on my own for those five to 10 minutes. So I did what anyone would do and I searched the bathroom and apparently it wasn't as quiet as I thought. My cousin who was with me at the party mentioned that after I left the bathroom and asked if I was okay. I also told her after what had happened and her eyes got so big because we're the same age and she hadn't gotten her period yet. She was kind of freaking out for me. Anyway, in the bathroom, I didn't end up finding anything and I just used a lot of toilet paper, folded it up and placed it in my underwear. I was so scared and nervous and I honestly thought I was doing something wrong. Luckily, my aunt, my cousin's mom, is someone I'm also very open with. I talked to her about it a bit when we got back to her house and I remember her giving me a pad. Now, to a 13-year-old getting their period, the pad is like a gigantic diaper. At least this one was. It was so uncomfortable. (laughs) My body felt so weird. I couldn't get used to it and I felt like it made so much noise when I walked. Luckily, that was it for me for a whole year. I didn't continue another day. It was just that one amount of blood and it didn't return until I was 14. I honestly don't know why, but hey, I was so traumatized that I was relieved it didn't come for another year. That's also the year that I got mono and my body was dealing with enough, so I did not need to have to go through that as well. I can't actually remember getting it at 14. It just showed up one day when I was with the same cousin again. (laughs) To be fair, her, her twin and myself grew up together and we were always together as well. So 
Mount, I got my period. We were the only ones home and I had no idea what to do, except I didn't want to use another one of those damn diaper pads. Seriously, if you've used one, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, don't. Since I had had that first bleed unexpectedly, my aunt stocked the cabinets with tampons in case we needed them. She didn't like to use tampons, but she knew that we probably would. So we pulled out the little folded instructions that came in a tampon box. Uh, They're just as terrifying as not knowing what to do. And we tried to figure it out. I wasted about 10 tampons before getting it right. And you might be thinking, okay, it's not that hard. Yeah, now. Now that you have years of experience and it's basically muscle memory. But the first time putting a little white bleach smelling stick with a cord in yourself is pretty scary, especially if blood is seeping out of you. This is why I say my period first started when I was 14, because it didn't stop after that, unlike the year before. My first few months with it had a bit of pain, to the point where I would use a heated magic bag on my back and a hot water bottle on my front, have lots of Advil, and movement was really limited. After, after about three months of having it, the more intense pain started to rise. I'd have to stay home from school, bedridden for seven days. In the beginning, my period always lasted seven days. Then the pain throughout the rest of the month hit and it was excruciating. Thankfully, my mom never doubted me, never questioned my pain, my need to stay home or anything. She was there for me when I told her how much pain I was in. We went to our family doctor and I was prescribed a disgusting, terrible birth control. We didn't know it was terrible back then. It kind of helped the pain, but then I also gained weight. And as so many do, the hormones were nuts. And honestly, in retrospect, it was not worth it. I also want to mention that my mom had no idea how terrible the birth control was. She's the one who made me change it immediately when we found out. And also at that time, so many around me were prescribed the same thing. So here we are. (laughs) And it's funny because all of the people that were prescribed the same thing are all coming out with so many issues now. And no one can tell me that they aren't related. So you might remember the rant segment from last episode. We're going to continue that here. I'm going to pretend that I have the rant button. And I'm going to go on a little rant. We all know how much pressure doctors can put on you for a prescription, okay? But it is so important to listen to your own damn body. If hormonal birth control is what you need and what helps you, then you go for that. If it's not, then don't take it. Stop forcing what works for you on other people. And stop taking one doctor's opinion as though it's the only one that matters. Yes, doctors go to medical school, but people ask for a second opinion all the time. It's okay for you to do that too, especially if it's something that you know does not work for you. Doctors can't know absolutely everything. And they won't always admit when they don't know how to help you, what you need or what you might have. I've experienced this firsthand, okay? So if someone decides to go with a treatment or path that's different than yours, stop pushing what works for you onto other people. And yes, there is a difference between pushing and sharing, so learn it. And lastly, stop assuming that people haven't done the work to find out what they have just because they don't have an answer yet. Okay, rant over. The last part is because I often get unsolicited advice from folks who don't experience my pain thinking they know everything because they have a period or know someone who does, and it's, air quotes, probably the same thing. I've gone to doctors my whole life had different treatments and meds and prescriptions, and still I don't know why I have so much pain. So please, instead of pushing what you think you know on people, just listen, or at least ask them if they want your advice. 
Sincerely, your friendly neighborhood period pal. Okay, back to the period story. My period has gotten worse over the years. I am now plant-based. I've gone through phases of being pescatarian, vegetarian, and more. And I've realized that dairy affects my period and my period pain so much. Interestingly enough, I always seem to crave pizza or something of the sort before I'm about to get my period. Yet, when I used to give into those cravings, I would have the absolute worst cramps as soon as it started. I also want to say that multiple people in my life have had a variation of uterine or ovarian issues like PCOS, endometriosis, and more. And they also have to change their eating habits. I'm not a nutritionist. This is what works for me. Personal opinions about the animal food industries aside, you have to listen to your body and what works for you. If it can save a few lives while keeping you healthy, then even better. I will always push for a clean plant-based diet because of how it feels for me and for the folks I know who have switched to it, as well as because of the industries. That being said, no judgment here if that doesn't work for you. So fast forward 15 years later to now, and my period lasts about four days. I have pain three out of four weeks out of the month, and during my period, I can't walk. It has gotten worse in the last few years. I used to be able to function, kind of, on the first day. Now it feels like someone is slicing across my left ovary, dragging a jagged knife toward my right ovary. That pain is so intense that it numbs everything from under my stomach down, yet the pain still pulses through my legs somehow. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's just continuously painful. I also can't walk the first day or two sometimes. It makes life quite hard. I've woken up screaming, crying, gasping because I was holding my breath through a cramp. My husband has had to wake me up because I was shaking in my sleep. It's as though I've gotten so used to the pain that when it starts, my body doesn't react. It feels like it always does, or just a little bit worse. It's always been terrible, but I've honestly learned to live with it, which is awful, I know. But now I have a whole routine, a pre-period routine, and it helps me as much as it can. I used to hide how much it hurt, how much pain I was in, but I realized there's no point. When I started sharing with people, I felt a type of relief that I didn't think I would. It's really interesting because when I share, so many people want to find something or someone who can relate to me, which I love. I love to know that more people are opening up and sharing and normalizing something that shouldn't be hidden because it isn't normal. Period pain isn't normal. And when I open up and share my experience with people, they always try to empathize and relate somehow. That being said, I do have to choose my audience. Some of the older crowds don't appreciate talking about pain and bodily functions, and I've seen their reactions. When it comes to my family, we're all pretty open and share. Most of my mom's side has similar pain and terrible, awful periods. So it does help that we can chat amongst ourselves and share what's helped. This only started recently though, because for some reason we kept it to ourselves. Even to people we trust and see often, we kept it on the down low, underplayed our pain and just hid. Though in the last few years, I'm not sure what happened, but it's like a wall's been broken down and we opened up more, as did so many others. Not just my family or friends, but I'm slowly starting to see more people sharing their period and uterine health journeys, and it's so good to see. So let's continue the conversations. Let's help our youth know what they're going through and what those around them are going through. Let's educate the future generations so they don't have to spend 15 plus years wondering what the hell is wrong with them. Let's speak openly about these conditions and this pain so that talking about it becomes normalized. It's my body. 
I can tell you when I'm tired or when I'm angry or when I've had a bad day. Why is the line drawn at when I have my period or that I'm currently in pain? Let's end that stigma. So that's a little more about my personal period journey. As I mentioned before, I am still being followed and there will be an episode about my last doctor's visit. I've also had so many requests for my pre-period and period routine, so there will be an episode about that as well. I love when you all ask me to share something or to discuss a specific topic. Keep the messages coming. If there's something you'd like me to cover, please send me a DM. Share your terrible period stories with me as well. Let's open up and share them with the rest of the world. As long as you're comfortable, of course, you can stay fully anonymous if you choose. There is a link in my bio on Instagram with a form for you to fill out if you want to share your period story, or you can send me a DM as well. Thank you so much for listening to me, for letting me rant, and for letting me take some of your time. I hope you either learned something today or feel heard if you're going through the same thing. There are just so many of us in pain. Let's not hold it in any longer. Thanks for tuning into the Pain With Me podcast. Wishing you a pain-free day. And share, open up, tell someone about your experience. Who knows? They could be going through the same thing.